catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. In Toronto, from what I can gather, it's uh, Austin Matthews finally scored. Yeah, but you lost. We don't care. Austin scored. Now you understand what Daryl Sutter was talking about here in Calgary the other day where he said the old Flames, all they cared about was individual accomplishments. We're about team. Look at the Leafs. They're playing down to their competition. Who the hell says the Leafs are above anybody? What is wrong with you, Toronto? This is the Rod Peterson Show. And things have only gotten worse for the Toronto Maple Leafs coming out of the weekend with losses at L.A. and Anaheim. And maybe that's where we'll go next with our very special guest on this 872nd episode of the RP Show. Daytime Sports Talk on Game Plus TV and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM, Metro Atlanta. Peter Marr with us, the Hall of Fame voice of the Calgary Flames, where we open talking about the Leafs. We've sprinkled a little talk about the Flames and Oilers in here. Tonight in the NHL, just three games. The Detroit Red Wings were at Buffalo. Washington is at Carolina, and the LA Kings are at St. Louis. I've kind of asked most of my questions for Peter, so I will turn it over to the viewers now. Just one more on the arena situation, because it's a big one in Calgary. John, a viewer in Edmonton, says, Peter, do you have a location that you think the city should put the arena on? Well, they should put it right here in this area. I know, I agree. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Uh, however, having failed, if, if that were not the case, building it right in the same vicinity of the of the Saddledome and, and the Stampede Grounds is fine. They have a spot all set up there where, they're, where they were planning to have it anyway. So I don't think there's any... I mean, obviously... When they're building it and then there's games going to be played at the uh, Saddle Dome and shows and that sort of thing, it's going to be a congestion with regard to travel, but that's all part of paying the price uh, to get the building. But, um, you know, they, they, the spot that they were going to have it, it's still there, so it's still available to have it, which is right adjacent to where the uh, Stampede Grounds is East, right now. In the right? event center, they call it. Yeah, right. All of that whole... Uh, all of the uh, all of that whole center that the Stampede Board has there that they have conventions yeah. and that sort of thing. So they have the spot right there. So and they mean, want it downtown, and everybody wants their yeah. arena downtown. So we will move on. There's your question, John. We got it out of the way. Uh, in your mind right now, Pete, granted, and Peter came up with a theory, or a, he mentioned it last <laughs> time. I don't think it's a new theory, but he just brought it up last Hour that games fifteen to thirty is what, what? What did you call? It? That's when you find out what you have. That's basically. when you get a better read on what your team is because yeah. you, you start off whether you're good or bad. I mean, you start off with a whole bunch of wins. Uh, if you can carry that on through that second segment that I talk about, then generally it stays that way for the rest of the year. And the same thing if you don't start off well, but then you get your game back in gear in that fifteen to thirty game range. Uh, usually that's what the team you have as the season goes on. Obviously, as I said, then there are some exceptions. But I find that a great guideline uh, to find out what you know who the real teams are, and that's coming up now in the next bunch of games here within that stretch. Yeah, well, you know, Vancouver's off to a bad, bad start. Obviously, uh, Anaheim mm-hmm. is statistically the worst team in the NHL record-wise, but they beat the Leafs yesterday. But you know, it's funny you say that. I don't think the ten games any judgment should be made. Look at the Flames. 
are they not literally just getting to know each other? Like yeah. Nazem Kadri just it feels like he just got into town, and Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. That's a yeah. lot of new yeah. guys. Actually, you know, I, I've been surprised how well that Kadri has played. I He's mean, great, you eh? know, coming here's a guy that won the Stanley Cup. You win the Stanley Cup. There's a lot of celebrating that goes on with uh, that. And now he comes to a new team. I thought it would take him a little while to get into the groove, but he's been uh, the best player on the team from what I've oh, been able yeah. to see by, you know, by a pretty good uh, distance. Uh, the other side of the coin is you have the, the number one line uh, that they, they have out there. You've got Lindholm with two different wingers, you know, Huberto and uh, Toffoli. Uh, he, you know, Goodrow and Kachuk are gone. Those are the guys he was with last year, and all of them had big years. So to me, it's going to take them a little time to gain some traction and be much more effective. Now, they're getting some shots on goal, but they're not scoring much five on five. But I think that'll, that'll come with time. I just think it's a matter of those guys getting familiar with each other. But Kadri has been a huge, huge surprise how well he's played uh, in the early going. It was interesting, listening uh, the other day to Bill Lindsay, who used to play here yep. with the Flames, and I, he's um, one of the guys for the uh, Panthers, yeah. Panthers that he was saying he on a show on the NHL network was saying the fact that he thinks that Uyghur will turn out to be the best defenseman on the Flames and he's uh, very close he now said he was a late he was a late <laughs> starter and he said he's really come on here the last couple of years in particular and he thinks he's only going to get better so. and he's a fine young man and a leader too yes, a, yeah a great hockey player but, yeah. but and the thing is just before I left Florida which was two weeks ago it was made very clear to me by the Panthers that this was not a hockey trade. It was a money trade. They didn't want to see those guys go. Yeah. And you're seeing yeah. now from yeah. this side why. Yes, yeah, yeah, you exactly, know. yeah. You know, they had to make it work because they already had the deal done, or the Flames had the deal done with Kachuk, and so they had to have room underneath the cap. And, you know, they had to give up two players instead of, you know, two good players instead of just one uh, to make the deal happen. So it was a real benefit for the Flames. So what a well, summer it was here. Like it was- I know. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you because I'm a hockey guy first. You know that. Everybody thinks I'm a football guy. They're starting to realize that I'm a hockey guy first. That's when I first got in touch with you. I was doing junior <laughs> games and loving it. And I love Alberta. I went to college here. And in August, I was in Edmonton for the World Juniors for two weeks. Up there and here, all they talk about all day, every day, who's better? Flames or orders, orders or flames? Flames or orders, orders and flames? I thought, can you guys not talk about something else? It's August. And there's no answer to it. We yeah. won't know until the spring. Uh, yeah, that's right, precisely. And, and hopefully they'll get to play in the playoffs again. Yeah. I mean, last year was the first time in 31 years that they played a playoff series, the, the teams from the Battle of Alberta. So hopefully we see that more frequently as well. Well, and I don't mind going back and we are on well we should talk about the Canucks because we are on television in BC as well but I'll just say this with the five game orders round two win last year I didn't see Mike Smith out goaltending Jacob Markstrom going into that series yeah. and yeah. he did yep yeah. like where yeah. are you on Jacob Markstrom oh I think he's an excellent goaltender and general managers in the NHL think the same thing but last year it's the GMs that vote for the Vesna trophy and last year he was number two for the Vesna. So that tells me that my thought that he's up near the top in the league, that confirms that when the GMs do the voting and that's what they came up with. Now, unfortunately, he didn't have a very good series against uh, the Oilers. I mean, they seemed to find a way to, to find holes in his performance, and uh, that was a big reason why they were able to win that uh, series last year in, in five games. And I'm sure that's why Daryl wanted to put him in, that, in the game here on Saturday night. And I don't blame him for the 3-2 the loss. No, I thought he no. made a number of great saves and uh, maybe one he would have wanted to have back, but that's, that's goaltending. So, he's, uh, you know, I think he's an outstanding uh, goaltender. And Vladar, uh, the, the backup, I think they've got a pretty good backup there. You know, it was interesting. Daryl Sutter made the comment a week or so ago or two weeks ago that he's going to play Vladar uh, once a week. And, you know, and they said, we have 26 weeks, you know, and people said, well, he hasn't played now in the last two weeks because they haven't had many games. They'll and, hold you to what you say, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, they're trying to, and, but the thing is, there's 26 weeks. There's going to be some weeks he's going to play two games when the Flames play four games as opposed to So on to average, yeah, it'll on work On average, out. it'll work out. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. and I think Daryl realizes he's got a pretty good backup there and wants to give him a little bit uh, more work. So, uh, that, you know, that, uh, that's a real, the strong in that, they got strong defense, and the forward team is, you know, it, it's more of a Daryl Sutter type team than last year's was. Allie in Texarkana is watching. She says, I knew you were a hockey guy, Rod. Thank you, Allie. I appreciate it. <laughs> At least somebody knew. Thank you. Was Daryl, you were calling Daryl's, uh, you were calling Flames games when Daryl was here the first time. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Is he a different coach now? 
Well, I'm not as close to it as I was then, so I can't say for sure, but I've got a pretty good feeling he hasn't changed too much. Maybe a little bit, but I don't think he's changed a whole lot from what I see and I hear from his, uh, his news conferences and that sort of thing. You know, what was interesting was in, in 2004, which was Daryl's first time as co-chair of, of the Flames when the Flames went to the Stanley Cup final, lost out to, uh, to Tampa. Uh, it was the evening of Game 5, just before the game. I'm up getting ready to go into the broadcast booth for that game. It was in Tampa, and Scotty Bowman was there. And Scotty, who lives in that area in the, in the wintertime, he, he was in for the game. And I got to know Scotty a bit because I did some television work with him uh, when I was doing television games in Toronto back in the early 80s. A couple of years, One year there when Scotty didn't have an NHL job, he was, uh, he was doing color on some of the games. So anyway, he comes over and we're chatting, and he says, you know, he says, you're a coach. And he meant the Flames coach. Uh, he he can read a game better than most coaches in the NHL and make the adjustments real quick. Not many coaches can do that. And he was giving him a real huge uh, bit of praise as to his coaching ability. And I still see that when you watch the games. He still has that you know that insight. Now he is he also pushes the players to get the maximum out of them. And um, and he does get the maximum out of players. I mean I you know he did it that time you know that team in '04. My goodness, I mean, it wasn't anywhere, it wasn't as strong as this team that they have now by any any stretch, but he had them playing the type of game he wants them to play, and they knock off uh, three first-place teams to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. And that's why losing to the Orders in the fashion they did last year was somewhat inexplicable. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, you couldn't, yeah. fit, that he couldn't devise, for whatever yeah. reason, it didn't happen. Yeah. But as Pete said, they may line up again. This spring. Now, somebody told me on Saturday, I was walking into the Saddle Dome talking about Battle of Alberta, and I, somebody said to me, you think this rivalry's hot, and it is, but when Vancouver's here, oh, do these fan bases hate each other? Well, there is, yeah, there is still, there is a, there is a great rivalry with Vancouver. That goes back to a number of playoff series that they've had against each other over the years. And so that is a, yeah, that's a, I don't think it's as big as the Battle of Alberta, but it does get the fans here revved up and the fans revved up in Vancouver as well when the Flames and the Canucks. And that's what the guy was saying, that it was literally vicious, you know, in the parking lot and all of that. And (laughs) I don't know where I stand on that. I like watching it. I wouldn't want to be part of it. But do you have a take on the Canucks? Have you watched many, any of their games? and pieces of, of their games. I've got, yeah. a, I've got a feeling for Bruce Boudreaux. I, I'll explain a little bit of background. I'm from New Brunswick, and Bruce's mother is from uh, New Brunswick. And so Bruce used to come back to New Brunswick in the summer, way, way back when he was a player. And, uh, and um, he would play ball hockey with us. So every time I would see uh, Bruce, he'd say to me, he said, you're the goalie I scored a hat trick on. <laughs> He'd have some fun with that. And I'd throw it back. Yeah, but I stopped you on a penalty shot. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> so, I've, you know, I, I like Bruce, and I really felt bad. Like, he came in there last year, did an excellent job to turn their season around, and then didn't get a contract extension. And now he's in there, and the team's got off to such a horrible start. Uh, you, you know, you really wonder about his uh, job security. But, um, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. Now they're showing a little bit better in the last couple of games. So hopefully, I mean, on paper, I think they've got a, a team that should be able to challenge for a playoffs spot. Challenge, not saying uh, guarantee to be in the playoffs, but I think they can challenge for a playoff spot out in, in the West here. But they've got to get the season right it very quickly. Well, do you ever sit and wonder how it happened like the 90s were a wasteland really for the hockey for hockey in canada mm-hmm. nhl hockey in terms of competitive teams in canada right yeah and now look what we got yeah. flames a contender orders a contender leafs yeah. a contender montreal came out of nowhere i don't think they're a contender but they were in the cup final a couple of years yeah. ago yeah. how did that happen do you think yeah well i guess you have to go through good management good management that's right yeah. exactly you have to go through stages where things aren't so good, but if you're managing right, you're eventually going to come up and have a good team. So, But, yeah, Montreal, with the team they have, they're surprising us how well they have played so far this season. Marty Saint-Louis has done an excellent job since coming in there last good year. Good for him. I yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seems like a nice guy. I mean. Yeah, very. he played here with the Flames. Yeah. Unfortunately, he got, he, he got traded away before it got to his prime and then would come back and have a key role in Tampa winning that playoff series against the Flames in 04. But, yeah, you know, Good, you know, top-notch star players generally don't make very good coaches. But Marty has come in, was a top-notch player, solid hockey player, has come in and be a very good coach. And the, the theory is that the real good players don't have the patience to be a coach in, at the NHL level, but he's, he's seemingly showing great, great patience. With I love what job. he said. 
I don't need this. Yeah, that's right. He didn't. And need he doesn't need yeah. it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. he's doing it because he yeah. loves it. And yeah. uh, it's not a job to him. Mandy in Edmonton wants to know what your best memory is as a Flames broadcaster. The best memory was uh, May 25th, 1989. Of course. That <laughs> I was, figured. <laughs> that was, uh, that was a, uh, that was a uh, Thursday night in, in Montreal. The Flames and the Canadians battling it out in the, uh, in uh, Game Six of the Stanley Cup Final, and the Flames winning it four-two to capture the the Stanley Cup. That was that's been the highlight of, of my career as a broadcaster with the Flames. Now coming very close to that, since uh, from Edmonton, uh, was uh, 1986 when the Flames and Oilers went to Game Seven in their uh, their playoff series, second round playoff series, and the Flames winning three-two in Edmonton uh, in Game Seven to win that series. And incidentally, to this still to this day, that's the only playoff series the Flames have won against the Oilers. But that is very close to the, the Stanley Cup uh, winning uh, occasion in 89. Well, there's some real interesting stories that you got to kind of dig at. Like, I think it was either Lanny or Tim Hunter said, you guys winning in the forum yep. were the only road team to win a Stanley yeah, that's Cup. That's right. Yep. That's a pretty yep. cool thing. That's a big thing there. Yeah, exactly. And the thing I liked about that was that the fans stayed in the building. You know, I mean, usually you. you beat the team in uh, in their building and, and win the Stanley Cup or something. The fans are you know bailing out, but that yeah. night most of them, the huge majority of them, stayed in the building and cheered as the Flames skated around the ice with the uh, with the cup. Some of that I think had to do with Lanny and the popularity he had, and he finally won a won a Stanley Cup and and uh, that sort of thing. But I thought it was really really. Uh, pleasant for the fans of the Canadians to stay and cheer the Flames on after they just beaten out their their team. What an absolute diamond Lanny McDonald is. Oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. As good as he appears, yeah. he might be better. Yes, right? there's nobody better. I mean, I can remember going back to my days in Toronto when he was yeah. playing for the Leafs, the bus. We'd be getting on the bus to go to the, to the airport or go to the arena. Wherever, and Lanny would be outside signing autographs. And all the other players would be on the bus. And he came here with the Flames, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, a, and he's him. still doing that. Like, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, well, <laughs> and he's going to be doing it here, by the way, at Gray Eagle tomorrow on Tuesday. Lanny will be in that chair. Pete, um, Are you going to talk to him about the roast they're having for him? I've got to get a ticket for that. So trust me, I am going to. The big fundraiser, yeah. Peter, thank you. Always a pleasure. A pleasure indeed. All the very best, Rod. Glad to see your things are going well. Thank you. You got an open invite here, by the way, if you ever want to talk hockey. We'll let you know when we're here. <laughs> okay. The Hall of Famer, Peter Marr. The uh, football fans, your time is next. The Moose will rejoin us and we'll talk NFL, CFL, probably some Canada West football, college football in the States. That's all next. And Matthew Barnaby coming up in hour two as well. We are live from Gray Eagle. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, buddy. All right, we're back. We're live. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino as uh, Peter Mar makes his way out. And 
we bring the moose back in. Our co-host, the lovely and talented Darren Moose Dupont, as I promised the viewers that uh, we would talk some football now. And Mo- have you taken those shades off in the last hour there, Maverick, or have you yes, left them on for the I last did. time? I took No, they've been off. <laughs> okay, hey, what are you rocking for a coffee out there? By the what are you what are you rocking for a coffee right now? I got I, I got You're Theo, coffee Theo special coffee. Yeah, Theo special coffee. Got the Nespresso rolling. I like the Italian one, so I got some Italian roast. I don't know what it's good. I got to tell the viewers the reason uh, Darren calls it Theo special coffee is. Uh, I, <laughs> Darren Fleury had been inviting <laughs> me to his house for like. Several weeks, and he goes, I got to get you over to have one of my special coffees. Knowing full on that Theo sober 17 years, I'm sober seven and a half. It wasn't going to be anything crazy, because you got to have one of my special coffees. So I end up at his house, and it was one of those Nespresso's, like you say. And, and hey, it's special, but it's not that special. I'm like, Theo, what? this is it? This Nespresso coffee? Well, yeah, it's special. Right. Okay. Um, and so now in our house in Florida and yours, it's referred to now any Nespresso coffee is Theo's special coffee. And I think here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino as well. Rhino Radio says Top Gun is back. Rhino Radio down there, WQEE Metro Atlanta. Tell them and the viewers how many times you've watched Top Gun. Darren? Eight. Eight, uh, eight times. It's, uh, it's a problem. But I like I. And, and to be fair, Damn. to tell you how much I like the movie, I've never seen a movie in theaters more than once. Never. I've never gone back to a movie. But for whatever reason, this one I've gone eight times. And I think I've gone with like six or seven different people. So I enjoy it. I went with you at least twice. But I can I just say this before we get to the football? Are those patches on your jacket to code? Did you study it or did you just come up with those patches somewhere and put them on a jacket? Because I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> no, no. I was looking online and I was drawing them based on the online thing. The the funny thing is like the American flag, it's so tedious. I did the 13 stripes, but like I'm not doing 50 stars. So I started doing them. And after I did like four, I'm like, this isn't happening. So I just did little circles and just like did like six of them. From viewer pinks, great balls of fire. From Devin Pacailo in British Columbia, Dupes is feeling the need for speed. And from BW in Edmonton, he says, NFL, CFL. That's what we're going to get to right now. And he says, punter John Ryan has retired after 19 years. Congratulations to the Regina product. That, you're like over a week old on that, bro. But that's fine. Uh, It was after the Edmonton Elks last game because they had a buy in week 21 that John Ryan announced his retirement. And I will say this, the CFL fans now, as they come to talk, this is the uh, CFL's number one podcast right here. You notice that in, well, soon to be Ottawa, but Edmonton and Sass, they don't want to talk about the playoff matchups. Their team's out. And it, and it stands to reason. I would think any market when your team's done, you want to talk about your own team. I almost wonder if they're even going to be watching the playoff semifinals. That's the biggest thing I find, you know, the difference between the CFL and the NFL um, is on NFL Sunday, all fans will sit around and watch all games. In the CFL, I feel like we're more committed to our market and our market only. We don't really pay attention to the rest of the league as much. So like sports bars in, in Edmonton or in Saskatchewan, people won't be out in groves to watch, you know, the other game would be in the NFL, but they are fans big time of their team. So you're right. They're going to want to talk about what's next for the Elks and the Riders. Uh, by the way, it's not just a CFL fan thing. My friends in Florida that are Panthers fans, they tell me uh, once the Panthers lost out, they're not watching the Stanley Cup playoffs. So that's just the way people are. How the NFL has worked it, whereby tonight, Cincinnati at Cleveland on Monday Night Football will be the highest rated thing on all of television. Forget sports properties. I don't know how they did it, other than tremendous marketing and being everywhere. By the way, the Bengals are favored by three and a half at Cleveland tonight. Deal or no deal? Deal. You got a deal. Bengals are figuring it out. And uh, yeah, Burrow is rolling. Jamar Chase, I know he's hurt, but they'll be fine. Uh, Frank Limaker is watching an Airdrie, Alberta. He says, I watched and listened to Moose's call on the Husky Dino game. Job well done. 
And for those that don't know, uh, those games that are carried on television are carried on the, all these same cable carriers that carry the RP show. Right, Sastel right. Max, Telesoptic TV, Bell MTS. So if you want to watch your Canadian University football, this is the place to do it. Colin in Ottawa, just as we said their name, speak their name, they show up. He says, yes, this Red Blacks fan will be watching the semifinals this weekend. It might be Nathan Rourke's last game north of the border. I'm glad, Colin, that you brought that up. And just one more from our guy, Kevin, in... Uh, Airdrie says, are you paying attention, CFL? Marketing! Uh, the viewers are kind of trying to hijack the show a little bit here. And then they're asking questions. So I got to stay on mine. Football guy called me last night. And I'm not going to say whom. He's in the, he's in the know. He is a, I'm not going to say, a very high profile position. And he said Ottawa may very well be in line for Bo Levi Mitchell. He says, do not run to the bank with Bo Levi Mitchell signing with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders because depending on how these playoffs play out, he could go to Hamilton. Everybody is saying Cody Fajardo's going to Hamilton. He goes, if, if Cody could go there, why couldn't Bo go there if the deal was right? Makes sense, right, Moose? Mm-hmm. Ottawa. He goes, Masoli's coming off another serious injury. They're probably better off to just cut him. And get Bo on a deal. So all of a sudden, and maybe Toronto. Seems like Macbeth always has one foot out the door there. So, depends if the Argos get to the Great Cup and win it or not. But there's Ottawa, Toronto, Hamilton, and then Sask. And then BC is kind of the wild card for quarterback services. Because we all expect Nathan Works going to get let out of his contract to go to the NFL. And VA is the Band-Aid. So... I promised I wouldn't get sucked into talking about this quarterback carousel and coach carousel stuff in the CFL. However, viewership is high for it. Now would be the day to do it. Are you hearing much on this carousel in the Canadian Football League? Yeah, everybody wants to know where Bo's going to go. It's the most uh, juicy storyline through the offseason. And Ottawa does make sense. You know, and if you're the organization, the Red Blocks organization, their ownership, their management, you look at exactly what happened in Calgary. You know, Bo was, was, you know, Hall of Fame. And then you had Jake Mayer come in. And I don't know how much Bo was grooming him, but he's underneath him, like, learning the game. And then takes over, and you've got an all-star quarterback that has Calgary in contention for a great cup. So you take Bo to Ottawa, have a young quarterback, watch him for a couple of seasons, and you create a nice, you know, two, three, four-year plan where Bo can out, go out there and roll and show the young kid how to be a pro. And then you've got the succession plan and you have a little bit of a roadmap for the franchise. So I could see Ottawa being a, a great fit for Bo. Uh, it's interesting, by the way, <clears throat> with regards, uh, a one last note on the CFL, maybe we'll see what the viewers want, but the betting lines are out. The opening lines for the week from our exclusive betting partner, betregal.ca, which they are also the CFL's official betting partner. And they've got the Montreal Alouettes favored by 1.5 points at home over the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the Eastern semifinal. And the Calgary Stampeders favored on the road by 1.5 points in the Western semifinal. Our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. What are you going to be watching tonight on the boob tube? NHL, NFL, World Series, or NBA? And you can only vote for one, and you can't be a smartass and say Netflix, like some have said. You're going to be watching sports, right? 37% moose are leading uh, the NFL. Monday night football. 32% say they'll be watching the World Series. 25% say the NHL. And 6% say the NBA. And my Atlanta Hawks are visiting the Toronto Raptors. And any other night, I'd probably be watching that. Uh, you voted for Monday Night Football, correct? I did, yeah. I'll be watching Monday Night Football. It's just a big event on Monday night. And for me, I reserve my hockey viewing to other nights of the week when there's less going on, and especially yeah. Saturday. Ah, Trust me, I get that. And there are three games in the NHL tonight. Some biggies. They're all big for the teams involved. Detroit at Buffalo, Washington at Carolina, and the LA Kings at St. Louis. Um, and viewer Andrew. 
regarding the quarterback carousel. He says, Sask is going to go with Mason Fine to my chagrin. After I read Rod's article, I feel like the Riders are going down the drain. We shall see. From Colin in Ottawa, if Bo comes east, I would think he'd go to Toronto because everyone Calgary has moved on from goes to Dinwiddie. However, Bo would be welcome here in Ottawa. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want a Hall of Famer? Hey! Auburn firing coach Brian Harrison after a 3-5 and five start. Thank you, WQEE Rock. The K- Auburn firing their coach. Is he the second NCAA Division I coach fired this year? I would think Scott Frost in Nebraska was the first. Brian Harrison, number two. You were calling Canadian University football on the weekend. Were you watching any U.S. college football? I assume you were. I caught the tail end of, of Georgia having their way with Florida in the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville. Go Bulldogs. <laughs> uh, how much college football did you watch? I watched a little bit. I watched uh, my boys in Michigan. Uh, beat up on Luke's uh, Michigan State Spartans on the weekend. And then I was following closely Ohio State, Penn State. You know, all big games in that Big Ten. And uh, I thought Penn State put a scare into Ohio State. I didn't think they looked that good. But in the end, uh, Ohio State pulled it up. I'm just calling up and seeing if this has hit the news wire or not. Thank you, Ryan O'Radio, for telling us uh, the breaking news that Auburn has fired their head coach, Brian Harrison. This, I'll say, well, here, uh, the breaking news comes from the National Hockey League. Edmonton center, Connor McJesus, New Jersey left winger, Jesper Bratt, and Minnesota goaltender, Marc-Andre Fleury, have been, have been named the NHL's three stars of the week. McDavid like topped the it. NHL with eight points in four games to lead Edmonton to a perfect week and into second place in the Pacific Division. I was watching the flower be interviewed after a game the other day. And I'm like, how can you not love this guy? And yet Vegas is doing okay without him. They're leading the Western conference. So life goes on. Divorces happen. Here we go from, from Auburn. Indeed. They fired football coach, Brian Harrison in his second season with a team on a four game skid. Brian Harrison skidded by Auburn. Uh, Moose, are you coming back for overtime? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. We got Maverick from Top Gun joining us in the overtime segment. Another very spooky guest, Matthew Barnaby, joining us next to talk some more NHL. You're watching the, there you go. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus TV and on the radio, (laughs) WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Beautiful day in the foothills. We're at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Uh, you are looking live. By the way, New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities to ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. Welcome to the RP Show, family. We'll get to more comments about the firing of Brian Harson and Auburn. Next segment, we bring in famed NHL super pest Matthew <laughs> Barnaby on his way to being a, a best-selling author. If he's not already, howdy, Barney. How's your Monday going? It's great. I, I'm in Orlando. I don't know about famous, but I'll go infamous uh, for some things. But yes, very good. I'm in Orlando visiting my son at his apartment with his roommate. So uh, just having a great time seeing them and enjoying some beautiful weather down here. 
Isn't it beautiful? Oh, I'm seeing that 28 to 30 <laughs> degrees every day. And I know you're enjoying it, Barney. Listen, before we talk about the hockey, is this been a book tour that you've been on? Like, and if so, it looks like it's been quite the whirlwind. Actually, not even yet. I was in Houston with Brad May for a charity event for Toys for Kids, which uh, gets kids in Houston uh, the opportunity to receive presents at Christmas time. So we went from there. Then I went to Buffalo uh, just to, to to hang out. And uh, then I was coming back to Ottawa and then flew down to Orlando to, to see my son and spend a few days with him. So I'm actually here for nine days, extended a little bit. And then the book tour starts on the 10th of December, all throughout Buffalo, going to a Sabres game, an Amherst game where I played in the American League. So uh, it's going to get crazy really quick. So a nice little relaxing time before it gets nuts, buddy. Well, uh, good for you. And where can our viewers and listeners pick that book up, by the way, right now? Very smart putting it out just in time for Christmas, Barney. Yeah, it's amazing how that works, right? Uh, they got these guys that have... Uh, done these books, these publishers. I'm with Triumph Books. You can go to Amazon, order it there. If you want it personalized, you can go to my website, MatthewBarnaby36.com. Leave me an email there, and then I will fire it back, uh, all the information. And then, obviously, uh, anywhere on the tour uh, that might be, uh, please stop by. It'll be a lot of fun. Going to Quebec City to where I played junior, Gatineau, where I grew up, and then uh, various arenas and spots throughout Canada, hopefully to hit all of Canada at some point, but obviously starting in the places uh, where I started. So really excited, and thanks for bringing it up, bud. There you go, folks. I can't wait to get my hands on it. The guy has <laughs> stories galore, some of which I'm sure will have made the book. Hey, we got to talk about these Sabres. I saw them come through here, and they had their way with the Flames. They beat them 6-3. The Flames had the game in hand for the first 10 minutes, and then they kind of took their foot off the gas, and Buffalo took over. Did you see them this start for the Sabres, Barney? No, I, I didn't. Listen, I, I thought they'd be a better team. I thought Ottawa, them, and Detroit, three teams that were like 73, 74, 75 points last year, would all take steps forward this year. Listen, they're a young team. I think we've seen the emergence of, of uh, Rasmus Dahlin, a guy that has really benefited from the, the coaching uh, of Granado there. It really allows him to play his game. Listen, he came in and they wanted him to be a shutdown D. This is an offensive D man, and to start the year off the way he is, five goals and five straight games i just think that speaks volume to the coaching and that's you know with youth you want to have confidence for these guys uh tage thompson had a great year last year uh, you look at the young kids owen power coming in and they have a plethora of young kids that are ready to contribute it was whether the goaltending could be good enough you know you look at uh the goaltending with anderson who's 41 years old you never when he's gonna know when he's gonna take that step back and it's gonna be too late, almost Tom Brady-esque. Uh, but this is a young team that believes in themselves. They're playing really hard, and I'm really excited because the fans are buying in, and in a town where the Buffalo Bills are so dominant right now and taking all the headlines, at least the Sabres are playing good hockey and getting a good rece uh, reception from, from those fans in Western New York. You know, Barney, people are scorning the Arizona Coyotes, and for good reason. And for once, it's not about what's going on the ice. It's about what's going off. It's the rink. It's yeah. the dressing room. What are your thoughts on that scenario? I, I, I think it's sad for the players that are involved. Listen, Arizona is an unbelievable place to play. And, you know, I, I think when you look at just the weather and, and how you can live your life, but to grow up playing in the National Hockey League, wanting to play in the National Hockey League, and there's an expectation that comes with it. It's 18,000 fans sold out going crazy. And I think when you're playing and sharing a rink with an NCAA team, it just takes some of that luster away, that excitement away. So I think it's sad. I think it's sad for the players. Uh, I think it would be a pretty cool atmosphere, to tell you the truth, to go to some of those games hmm. where you, know, you have a, a student section and there's 5,000 fans. Listen, I'd rather a sold-out rink with 5,000 fans than 5,000 fans in an 18,000-seat arena. So if you gave me that chance, that's what I will take. But I just think it's, it's almost minor league-ish in, in the fact that, you know, this is the NHL, the best league in the world with the best players in the world. And I just don't know how financially um, not being able to listen. I, I know they struggled attendance-wise, but not being able to, you know, have the revenues to be able to keep up with the Joneses and pay these players um, that are handsomely paid. It's a very tough look on the NHL. 
Uh, Randy from Winnipeg says it's a brand new arena and it's only four games with a temp dressing room. Yes, Randy, I get it, but it's only 5,000 seats. I mean, let's be honest with you. Are we there, guys? Uh, Hey, I got to ask you about the Leafs, man. I've asked you many times what your favorite team is, and you say you don't have one because it makes it easier to analyze, and I get that. I respect that, but you got to be watching. How could you ignore the Leafs? Everybody talks about them 24-7. Where are you on this losing streak they're on? Well, first of all, I do have a favorite team, and that's the one that covers the bet from the night before. So that's <laughs> my favorite team, and I have a different that? favorite team. Listen, I wanted Buffalo to win last night, but I bet Green Bay at plus 10.5 points. They cover. So they're the true winners of that game, in my opinion. They cover by half a point. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, man, it's they started off awful last year. They won two of their first seven games, and they wanted to put up 115 points. The only thing is we we've seen the first round failures year after year. And I don't know if the message is becoming less and less uh, important to those players from Sheldon Keefe. I still think it's a little early uh, to be talking about firing them. I don't make any changes if I'm in any situation till 20 games, let it sort itself out. You can have a bad start to a year and still rebound. We know that I don't think this team should be judged. Honestly, Till the playoffs. And if they lose first round, clear house. Dubas, you're gone. Keith, you're gone. Everyone else, we're going to bring in new. It's a little early. Having said that, the conundrum in the whole thing, you lose to Montreal. You lose to Arizona. These are bad hockey teams. Really bad hockey teams. Now, you blow a lead. You blow a lead to Anaheim. Listen, these are young kids you're playing. You should be rolling through these teams, not playing down to their level. And that's the most concerning part of this whole thing. But I still think it's too early, time to right the ship. But if it doesn't change by the 20-game mark, bye-bye. Get him out of here. Couldn't agree more. I'm with you on the early thing. Um, it certainly isn't trending well, though. You're right. And, hey, no. lastly, <laughs> I don't know if you watched it. Yeah, you couldn't have watched any of the Battle of Alberta because it started at 10 Eastern on Saturday night. But I was there. How would you defend Connor Bedard, or Connor McDavid? If you're the well, Connor Flames, Bedard, I'd have trouble meet up with him at yeah. some point. <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, it's there's not one person uh, that can that can defend him. He, he's just he's too fast. And he what happens with fast players, especially if you're a defenseman, is you want to give him space because you don't want to be on Sports Center. You don't want to be on the Rod Peterson show talking about how you got burned. Uh, to the right, especially if he's going to his backhand. So you give him more space. Now, the more space you give Connor McDavid, well, now he's going to stop up and he's going to create space for himself. That's where he walks to the middle and he makes you look absolutely stupid. You can't take penalties against the Edmonton Oilers. They're too lethal. Uh, he's too good. Now he's shooting the puck. He's got nine goals, leading the league in that department. And if you overplay him, well, oh, he's got number 29 on the one-time side, on the other side, that, that, that just bangs it home. So it has to be a collective unit. You need a great goaltender to step up, and you have to play him as a five-man unit. You have to play him hard. You have to get in his way. You really He's the only player I've ever seen that picks up the puck behind his net, and you're like, oh, a scoring chance is coming the other way. So no penalties, collective <laughs> unit at five, and bump into him as many times as you can. The Jets actually did it two years ago in the playoffs when they swept the orders, but nobody's been able to do it since. And it's funny, we had Peter Marr with us last hour. Hall of Fame voice with the Calgary Flames, Peter Marr. And he's like, in the 80s, they'd have tried to break his ankle. <laughs> That's where you would come in, <laughs> Barney. That's what you would do. That would be your job, <laughs> right? And I, I would have done it for sure. I would have taken the 10-game suspension if it me- meant beating the Edmonton Oilers because, honestly, it's, 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 it's so unbelievable and every time he steps on the ice, uh, you feel like there's a scoring chance. So he's the best player in the game now. He might go down as one of the best ever to play. I've never seen anything like it. Barney, keep an eye on Florida for me. Appreciate you. Enjoy your trip. And uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, buddy. Keep up the awesome work. Thanks, pal. MatthewBarnaby36.com. As his book is on sale now, get it in time for Christmas or search Matthew Barnaby on Amazon. Moose rejoins us for overtime next. We'll put a bow on this with a lot of fun sports talk from Gray Eagle right after this timeout. We're on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. 
Have you subscribed to The Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. How about that? Hot damn. It's the final segment, and it is the always popular and fun overtime session for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. They are at 909 Arcola Avenue East in Regina, Sask, your home for the NHL, NFL, and UFC as we welcome in the Moose and the Scoreboard tonight is uh, is a good one. You got four leagues, Hum and Moose, as we mentioned earlier, three games in the NHL, no Canadian teams in action. Monday night football has the Cincinnati Bengals at Cleveland. Bengals favored by three and a half. Moose has taken the bet at betregal.ca. World Series, game three. What's going on back there? It's all tied up 1-1. Game three of the World Series, Houston at Philadelphia. They're having a party. It's very spooky in the control room today, clearly. How about 6 p.m. first no. pitch, Mountain. Yeah, and in the NBA tonight, it's Atlanta at Toronto. Go Hawks against the Raps. It's a very busy sports uh, night here tonight. Um, yeah, man, what's on your mind? I see there's a lot of stuff going on in sports. Do you, do you enjoy this? Like, it's, I'll almost be glad when baseball's over. There's a lot to stay on top of right now, man. It's, it's fun, but holy smokes. It's a lot. And when I, you know, when I joke in the morning meeting that, you know, I kind of forget the world series is going on. It is, it's a lot. It's, it's exhausting. I mean, but it is fun because there's always something going on, always something to watch and uh, never anything short. So we'll miss it when, when we go into the dark days of sports, when, when it's kind of quieter, but yeah, when we can just do hockey and football, that's kind of like enough to keep me occupied. I know, right? Arlen Bruce the Third's watching. He writes in. He says, "Great show, RP Moose. Are you Jerry Maguire or Johnny Cage <laughs> off Mortal Kombat? Happy Halloween. Ooh. Also, Moose. Also, Moose. Check your email from me. So, AB's uh, got something popping. Something popping in your inbox, there, Moose. All right. I just noticed on one. It. I just noticed one thing, and we got a lot of time left here in this segment." And for that reason, I should open up the, uh, my emails here on the 902 text line. I have not been as religious reading the comments here today. Not as diligent as uh, from them. We've been reading the YouTube comments here. Rick Sawatsky, he's watching in Martinsville, Sask, says he's going to be watching the World Series tonight. There is something very exciting about that, about baseball, the fall classic, yada, yada, yada. But I'll say this. I was going to say this, the bulk of our viewers, I think they were anyways, I'm not sure they still are, are in Saskatchewan. And I saw this post. Let's just get a little Saskatchewan Rough Rider talk in here for a second. And by the way, the breaking news of the day is Brian Harson, the coach at Auburn's out. I meant to read those comments. I said, Scott Frost in Nebraska was the first coach. And I thought he was the only one fired at NCAA, but Corey Patterson uh, down in Tallahassee, Florida is watching. He says, no, Herman Edwards at ASU forks up i'm like i thought herm quit and now what happened they quit yeah and apparently the colorado yeah they branded it as mutually agreed to part ways i believe do you believe this in life business relationships that it's never mutual like rick bonus left the dallas stars it was a mutual decision do you think it's ever mutual no um you know, both sides, and there's a difference. Most sides, I think, can be okay with it and think it's a good move. But I don't think you ever mutually agree because somebody has to start that conversation. You know, hey, Rod, I'm thinking of stepping down as head coach of the team. Well, you know, well, that's not mutually agreed upon. You didn't come and say, you know, you write on your piece of paper what you want to do, and I'll write on my piece of paper what I think we should do, and we'll flip them over. And we got the same thing. That's, that's not how it works, right? Somebody's steering that conversation. I think both sides can be okay with it, but I don't know if it's ever mutual. Dan in Saskatoon says, don't forget about former Riders assistant coach Paul Christ at Wisconsin. So we got Nebraska, Wisconsin, Colorado, ASU, and now Auburn. That's five coaches fired, and we are heading into week 10 of the college football season, which, interestingly enough, 
Um, I got invited, and I'll pass it along to you if you're interested. The weekend of December 6th, College Football Hall of Fame induction weekend in Las Vegas, Nevada. Among the induction class, Andrew Lux going in. I think they said Marvin Harrison. Uh, we've been invited to bring the show to Las Vegas and do the show. Uh, it's at the Bellagio. Something to think about, Moose. December 6th. Is that something you might be interested in? <laughs> yeah, dial me up a great Vegas vacation. I'm into that all the time. Uh, Allie in Tex Texarkana writes in and she says, Jim Nill, that's the Dallas Stars general manager, just confirmed Wyatt Johnson is going to stay in Dallas playing with the Stars at 18 years of age. She had asked some time ago how I felt about underage players playing in the NHL, and it's very simple. Listen, I'm a really big fan of throwing somebody into the deep end and seeing whether they swim or sink. Because it's happened to me in my life, and I've swam every single time. Not everybody does. Some sink and drown. But I don't have a problem if they feel that Wyatt Johnson... It's, it's their decision. Connor Bedard's going to play in the NHL at 18. He's mature enough to. Not everybody is. Uh, Colin in Ottawa. And this is the point I was trying to make earlier. He says, notice how no one is talking about where Cody Fajardo is going to go after this season. It's almost like the rest of the league knows he isn't a starting quarterback in the CFL. No, I don't agree with that. I think Cody is going to be starting somewhere in the CFL. But what about him saying in the minute we have left, Darren, and don't rush your thoughts, that the Riders gave up on him this season. Like, he's got to go. He can't come back. He can't come back. There's no way he can come back. He wears his heart on his sleeve, and I admire the honesty. That is how he feels. He feels like the team gave up on him, and he never got that opportunity to try and get them in the playoffs in the very last moments. And, you know, he, he'll move on, and he'll have success somewhere else. Bingo. From Ryan O'Radio, my spirit brother in Atlanta, he says, another great show. Thank you, Ryan. Ken Friedman, he's a football fan. He says, my guess is of all the CFL teams only in Saskatchewan do all the fans know the names of the GM and the president. It's a fact. It's all Saskatchewan has. And I get it. It reminds me of Austin and the Texas Longhorns. Austin, Texas. It's, it's their thing. You know, but it's not everybody's thing. Hey, wheels up, Maverick. Trick or treat. Be safe tonight. <laughs> there you go. See you tomorrow, everybody. Noon Eastern. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.